Welcome to the Be Brilliant People podcast with your host, me, Mike Bedford. Hi, and uh, welcome to this, the latest episode of the Well and Deep podcast. I'm Mike Bedford, and each month I invite industry leaders, experts, thought leaders, and people who are passionate and active in the world of organisational people development, well-being, diversity, inclusion and coaching and many more things. This week I'm delighted to be joined by Paul Lockwood. Paul's an IT operations manager for Bellingham IT based in Wakefield, West Yorkshire. He's also a black belt martial arts instructor for Sendoku Martial Arts outside of work. I've known Paul for several years. We used to train together in karate and this is where I could see Paul had a real passion for using his talent for helping others and I'm delighted to welcome Paul to the Well and Deep podcast. So in true martial arts karate style, us, Sensei Paul, and welcome to the show. Us, Mike, and first, thank you very much for, for inviting me to this uh, to this podcast. Uh, I think the work that you've truly done so far on this has been uh, has been outstanding. So thank you very much for the invite today. Oh, no, you, you're more than welcome, Paul. And I'm absolutely delighted to uh, to have you on the show. Um, and I reached out to you because, like, like I say, I've known you some time and I kind of really wanted to kind of bring that that value uh, to our listeners today in terms of kind of really kind of exploring a bit more about yourself as, as a kind of an IT and digital guru and expert, but also in terms of I know the, the passion and the work that you do around kind of supporting and developing other people as well. So that that was why I reached out to you and I'm delighted that you uh, you agreed to come on today. So thanks for being here. Thank you very much. Yeah, um, all of it really from a, I mean, like you said there, I'm, you know, I'm heavily involved in IT and, and martial arts, but um, yeah. a lot of what, what it all stems around um, is, is one core value that I've got, is which is around around helping people. Um, mm. I do that as part of my work. Um, I do that as part of the martial arts journey um, that not only I'm, I'm on myself, but what I'm sharing with other people um, mm-hmm. in the community. So, yeah, I mean, from from a quite an early age, I say around about 12 years old, I always knew I was going to be involved in IT in some capacity. Um, I guess like every uh, every 12, 13 year old, they're just not quite sure on what that journey is going to entail later mm. on. Uh, but I know from a quite an early age that, you know, I'm going to be involved in computers in one form or another. But mm. uh, but yeah, um, as uh, as I've got older and I've been more involved with stuff like, say, like martial arts and everything else, um, uh, very early on, I would say that my career was um, very entailed to be more technology-based, but I found out from um, some very good um, people in my life that um, giving was so mm. much more rewarding for me as a person. Um, you know, so I got very much uh, involved in, in in coaching people, developing people um, in many different aspects on, on their own personal journeys. And for me personally, it just gave me a lot of uh, a lot of satisfaction which is selfish as it sounds but that's kind of what built me up as a person um and mm. which is why now um i ended up leading to uh, to lead my own martial art club um and becoming uh, a manager in it so whereby you know i've kind of stemmed away from the technology side of things i do still have mm. a hand in that mm. uh, but more more of what my role is nowadays is uh, is getting the best out of people mm. uh, so yeah it's it is it's kind of the core of, of where i am today no thanks that's, that's really interesting and i won't mind just picking up with a few points that you 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 mentioned there paul we'll we'll, we'll delve into your values as well um as, as we kind of have this conversation for sure i'm interested you mentioned there about how you now lead 
other people um, as you've kind of, I guess, progressed through your organisation to where you are now? And, and how do you kind of support people um, and develop people and, and coach people, particularly now in, in these really sort of challenging times that we're all going through? You know, what, how, what's your approach to that? And what's what, what do you see the value in coaching other people is? Yes, yeah, so um, obviously prior to prior to the lockdown scenario, I'm, I, I was always quite a hands-on person. So I would always be that person um, sitting and engaging with people. Um, mm. I believe you know if you've got that, you know one-to-one -one with somebody and it's it's a physical meeting, then you know you can read all the you know all the little signs that people can give. And I'm very much a person who can uh, who can try to adapt to that to that person their way their way of learning. So, um, but during like you say, obviously with the pandemic in place now. Um, you know, this presents a, a new opportunity and, and a new challenge, of course, as well on the back of that. Mm. But what we uh, what we thoroughly believe in is is the value of uh, of still keeping those links together, still keeping those uh, relationships established, um, and just keeping an open door for people. So, and this mm. goes not only for work or anything else, but for I guess for for anyone who's um, in touch with me in any in any way or shape or form. But you know, if people want to have that. Uh, you know that that time to talk to me about anything anyway you know I'm, I'm certainly you know my door's always open is, is basically what I'm saying there but um, from a coaching perspective um, you know I take it really to a simple form so if I'm uh, working with one of our service desk agents for example mm -hmm. you know we'll make sure that the policy is in place the procedures in place and it's wrote down so it can be easily followed but then um, I take them on that journey of them actually following it and me observing helping answering any questions any anxieties that have got around uh, conducting that work um, mm -hmm. and then nailing those from a very early uh, very early onset mm -hmm. so it's all about making sure that people are comfortable with what they're doing and, and most of all enjoying it you know mm -hmm. what I mean it's like uh, <laughs> you know they always say you know if, if you if you have to go to work and you, and you don't enjoy it then you know there's no point in being there you know it's yeah you, you've got to enjoy your journey in life um, yeah. you know and and if you've got people who are there to support you and help you on that journey then you know what you, you're not really in a bad place and I value that from the from the mentors that I have so for me it's just my way of, of giving back to people and just getting the best out of people really so yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. And again, that real sense of your value starting to come out already during the early part of our conversation. And and uh, I don't know whether you agree, but for me, for coaching is all about empowering people to find solutions to their own problems, isn't it? It's not about giving them the solutions. It's about, as a coach, empowering them to find the solutions to their problems by asking those powerful questions. Absolutely, I couldn't agree further on that, Mike. Um, as part of our service desk structure, um, it's all about problem solving, you know. Mm. So, um, you know, the the first line team that we have, you know, they're there to uh, to establish what the problem is, um, and ultimately come up with what the solution is. So, mm. but whilst I'm only <laughs> whilst I'm only one person, and I can't split myself amongst uh, amongst everybody, um, what we do is, like you said, Mike, it's empowering them to to go out and find those answers for themselves, equipping them with uh, the right questioning techniques so mm. that they can establish what the problem is very early on um, and then start to uh, to rule out possible solutions by again asking the correct questions at the correct times um, mm. and thankfully in Bellingham IT you know we've created such a fantastic structure in there that 
that you know the the, the young people within the business now um, are doing that um, in such good time now and with good uh, customer satisfactory levels as well. So incredibly proud um, of what they've done, mm. um, you know, and, and and where they're coming in their own journeys. But it's like you said, Mike, it's all about um, empowering them to to ask the right questions and uh, and you know what, it's it's funny as well because you know. On occasion, yeah, of course, you know, we've all made the odd mistake, but it's about learning from those mistakes, not yeah. just looking at them, dwelling in them and feeling down about them. Um, so that's something that, you know, we, we always take into consideration as well. And would you say then in, in terms of your culture in, in, in Bellingham, um, learning from mistakes is and, and mistakes is actually something that's 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 valued in terms of making mistakes because that's seen as a real part of that learning journey and then kind of sharing that more widely is that is that something that happens within your organization absolutely um i mean the fact of the matter is you know we are human beings as well um you know i do see a lot of it companies that can be quite robotic um mm. but we're we're far from from that grain really you know we are we are human we do like to talk to people um mm. and we're all about getting to know our customers getting to know you know the people as well um we've got mm. such fantastic relationships that um on occasion when we're having reviews and so forth you know we end up talking about anything and everything so yeah. but uh but yeah absolutely you know the guys um have been fully instructed if they don't know the answer to a question um to simply you know just put their hand up and just say look i'm being honest with you i don't know the answer to this but let me go away let me get yeah. the right answer for you and i will come back to you as soon as i possibly can um and you know what that's all it's about it's about transparency it's about honesty it's about integrity um and you know what that's that's what uh, that stems from me and that's been radiated to the team and you know what the results of that's been been thoroughly fantastic you know um and yeah can't can't fault them for that you know they're they're really going in a fantastic direction each and every one of them yeah sure sure and it sounds like to me obviously i'm I'm not there i'm just trying to put my head in terms of (laughs) working with you now in in a day in the life of paul at work and i'm just trying to see myself now in your organization and build a bit of a picture of the culture of the organization with which within which you're working and how you fit into that and how you bring your values to that and then applying that kind of that coaching element i'm just seeing coaching here as kind of you're not just coaching your employees and particularly in IT, I guess, I'm, I'm thinking of that service desk and that, that service to customers. Also coaching customers as well. So it's, it's a real kind of skill, I guess, in your organisation that's, that's really valued is coaching. And it sounds to me like there's very much an underlying current if it's not really at the forefront of, of a coaching culture there within your, within your organisation. That's something that you're kind of leading on and overseeing and making sure that those coaching conversations are happening at all levels as well no that's absolutely correct um thankfully uh, within bellingham it now we are looking um you know through an well we're going through an expansion period at the moment and we've just taken on a, a new team leader who's uh, who's going to be taking a lot of the responsibilities that i've currently got including coaching so mm. um i'm spending a lot of time uh, with this particular gentleman and uh, you know he's, he's doing a really good job so far um but ultimately um it's about again moving the values away from myself to, to this individual to, to then spread it amongst everybody but so yeah and even with uh, with the managing director of the company you know um we have you know weekly meetings um quite you know different meetings on different topics of course but but we're always learning and, and pushing each other as well so it's it is it's fantastic it's on uh, it's going throughout <clears throat> all the levels um 
but you know every day is a school day um especially mm. in the world of it and um, mm. there's always some new technologies coming out there's always something that uh something to learn um and even with the uh, lnd sector you know it's mm -hmm. something that uh, i value um very heavily you yeah. know it's not something that i can just <laughs> sit down and 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 just wait on we're, we're always yeah. going to push ourselves otherwise um you know we'll just end up stagnant but um but yeah it's it, it i think the 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 bit i enjoy about it it's actually fun you know yeah. i actually yeah, yeah, get a, yeah. i actually get a buzz out of it yeah um so yeah just from it's like a, personal from a, growth isn't it you know that yeah. and, and, and and i think you know once once you uh think that you're in a position where you've lost the ability to learn you know, I think you kind of you probably need to do some self-reflection there, don't you? Because it is it is about it is about growth and it is about a continuous journey. And, and like you said, things are, are always changing, things are always evolving. So you need to develop yourself in whatever role you're doing. You know, particularly you talk about your sector. You know, as an example, where the the goalposts are constantly shifting, new technologies introduced, things are changing all the time. So if you don't learn and you don't evolve and you don't develop, how are you ever going to be able to be? at the top of your game as a professional as well so yes. it's almost like it has to be well it is fundamental to being part part of, of of your role and part of everybody's role out there regardless of what profession you're in or what industry or sector you're in things are changing rapidly and at pace i mean the pandemic highlights that doesn't it where overnight literally the whole world of work pivoted to virtual and remote working absolutely and um i guess with with home learning you know we're i guess we're going to another avenue here but um you know l and d doesn't have to stop learn doesn't have to stop developing doesn't have to stop um and thankfully for well for all of our apprentices and staff um, they're all on their own uh, apprenticeship journey as well so mm. um you know they've been mentored from uh, from an educational point of view as well as a coaching perspective as well which is fantastic as well for them um but uh, but yeah even for even for myself now um like i said my roles and responsibilities are now being are being shifted uh, to, to yeah. another member of staff which has now opened the opportunity for myself now to uh, to get my you know my learning cap back on um so now i'm taking a route now into cyber security so mm. um given like you said there mike you know people are now working from home um we're now looking to remedy a lot of the challenges that people are now having whilst working at home mm. uh, from a from a security perspective mm. um so even down to the down to the very basics you know as your wi-fi password being changed mm -hmm. do you use a, a vpn when connecting to your corporate network mm -hmm. is your is your machine up to date is it got the right antivirus platforms on there so um a lot of what i'm uh, now starting to be involved in is is helping people from a security perspective so whilst i've still got um hand uh, very much on our staff members and 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 growing them um into the next level of, of being you know world-class engineers mm. it's all about now for myself and our customers helping them whilst they're at home and keeping them protected um and a fantastic offering actually that we've just brought in now is is cyber essentials for our customers so getting mm. them uh, accredited but also making sure that those businesses are safe and protected from outside threats mm -hmm. i think i think you've touched on some of the part of my follow-up question around that Paul, we're going to be around what challenges and opportunities have you, have you noticed as a result of the, the pandemic and the, the the pivot the shift to this new way of working and i think you've, you've probably touched on there cyber security is obviously one of those big shifts isn't it and then that whole l d piece around 
upskilling uh, and reskilling uh, organisations and people there around around those cybersecurity and those risks and and uh, and that and, and and I think you've also explained there around how you're involved there in terms of supporting organisations to make that transition to have you noticed any other kind of things that have jumped out at you as a result of this pandemic that you've been involved in that you've seen as a challenge or, or an opportunity uh yes we have um you know we've had um well we've been engaged with with one client um who on christmas day unfortunately was hacked um mm. and as a result of that uh, they had ho- all of their documents um basically taken hostage um now they weren't a customer to us prior to this but uh, given that they had this uh, this attack to them they reached out to us and said look bellingham can you can you come and can you come and help us here so uh, we've been on site uh, we've done a full assessment we've done a full sweep of uh, everything malicious wise mm. um and you know we've really grown that relationship with the customer because obviously there were obviously a lot of anxieties around there a lot of um a lot of worries uh, for them, even on a personal level. You know, they're worried about the business mm. um, here and their livelihood. So, you know, we, it's not just touching with them on a technology front, but on a personal level as well. You know, mm. we're, we're really trying to help these people um, out the best we can. So, like I said, they got hacked on Christmas Day, um, and since then, um, you know, we've we made some really good strides with uh, with them to to help them. Now, given obviously with the, with the lockdown and everything. Um, mm. It's obviously made um, it's made hackers more aware because they're now looking at uh, elements such as like home home working because obviously everyone's mm. working from home now. So mm. people looking at seeing you know how secure is your Wi-Fi connection? Mm. Um, you know, is it uh, prone to be uh, be attacked um, and and brute force password wise? So. But it depends on the extent of it, really, because you could blow this whole subject into into another level, such mm. as, you know, if you've got sensitive information on your computer, uh, what stops your, you know, your local um, window cleaner, you know, having mm. a look for a while they're doing, doing the windows. Mm. So it can it can be taken to many, many different levels. But I think having a basic understanding uh, from an L&D perspective, you know, mm. I, I firmly believe that all employees should have, um, you know, some some early training on on the value of IT security, not just in mm. from the home perspective, but just in general anyway. Particularly um, now, given the circumstances that we're all in. Absolutely. No, I, I couldn't agree more. It's, you know, the amount of times that, uh, you know, I've been to customer sites uh, prior to us um, onboarding them and seeing machines unlocked and nobody being at them, mm. you know. Um, so, like you say, you know, as well as as well supporting them on a, a technology front, mm-hmm. uh, there is a big learning uh, aspect there as well that we uh, that we need to deliver and, and help people and yeah. businesses with. Uh, that it's not just you know fine to leave your machine unlocked or it's not fine to have a um, you know a, a login system um, that's you know unprotected or mm. uh, a sign in sign out procedure. You know, all these all these things are what build the. Uh, Build the platform of security and keeps businesses mm. protected for long. Because, you got me uh, thinking. You got me thinking. You, you, by the way, you, you inadvertently, whether you realise it or not, doing a little bit of coaching with me and our listeners right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is learning in action, right, 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 right now. Got me thinking about when you're clicking on and opening up those um, those links that you know look mm. um, look genuine, but actually are they genuine? You know, yeah. And actually, maybe stopping and just reflecting a bit more in terms of. Um, you know how how how, what 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 is your response to something that's landed in front of you and how do you do and and how do you respond to that 
you know, if it doesn't look right, it probably isn't right, is it, you know? Correct. Um, they, they are becoming more sophisticated uh, more often than, than not now, Mike. And ironically enough, the attack that I've just mentioned there was actually started by uh, by a phishing email. Mm. So an email had come into the business um, and it was unfortunately clicked and, and accessed. And that's kind of what opened the floodgates. Um, but as part of that attack, I've actually had to get in, involved with the police. Mm. Um, and I've actually ended up finding some of my days um, looking on the dark web. Um, you know, having to make sure that this customer isn't being um, listed on there and all their company documents because these are the extents that... Wowza, uh, the dark uh, web. Mm, these are the extents it can go to. And I think even for a small business uh, listening here today or, or for, for an individual listening, mm. um, that uh, that prospect of, oh, you know, it's, it's probably never going to happen to me because I'm just a, a one-man band or yeah. I'm a small business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this particular client, you know, they had just five employees. Um, and things started to get real very, very quickly for them. Yeah, um, yeah. Like I said, we, we are helping them and we're doing a fantastic job with them. But yeah. more often than not, hackers are not really looking to just steal your data. What they're yeah. looking for more than anything is your contact information. Mm. Because if you know a bigger company that's got 50 plus employees, then they're going to start targeting them. So it's all about the chain effect sure. for the hackers. So mm, yeah. it's scary yeah. stuff, but there's people like us around to, to help yeah. And, and yeah, put things right. Yeah, and I guess there's, there's a real kind of um, learning and developing yourself angle there as well, isn't there? That you, you mentioned earlier about that making sure, you know, that part, part of the onus are, and how learning and development is certainly shifting more to uh, ra rather than kind of something that's done to people. Um, it's, it's something that you take ownership and responsible responsibility for yourself, so self-directed. So there's a real good example of how, how how me, how others, our listeners to the show could actually go out and do some self-direction themselves around around those those cybersecurity essentials and actually just just taking a moment just to uh, just to learn and, and develop your your skills around 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 that, that 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 whole piece around how are you, how how safe are you, how cyber secure are you. You know, you could spend 10, 15 minutes of your day just, just looking some stuff up, you know, uh, online of how to do that, couldn't you? And again, that's a real a real kind of self-directed learning piece there, isn't it? But something that could have real value and prevent real kind of damaging fallout as a result of not doing that as well. Obviously, your organisations do, do support around that as well, but there's also this is also a self-directed piece there, isn't it, about how, how much are you doing yourself to educate yourself and to learn to develop yourself around some of those basic things to protect yourself and to protect that information that you're working with of course um <clears throat> absolutely i mean it's always better i say anyway in, in any situation it's you know it's it's always better to be proactive than reactive mm. um, and if you're keeping yourself protected right from the onset then you know for for business owners for you know for self-employed people for anyone mm. even listening today you've got that satisfaction you've got that peace of mind knowing you know mm. what i'm protected i've got things in place and you know i can just wind down a little bit you know you can start to take that tension away from yourself and 
And yeah. that, as, as a business owner, um, or someone who's got sensitive information on the computer, it's such a big weight off your shoulders. Mm. Um, and like you said, Mike, by by looking and just taking a couple of minutes just to understand what the risks are um, and, and, and the real-life stories that are out there, like obviously the one I've, I've expressed, uh, yeah. expressed on here today, um, you know, by taking that little bit of time, um, you can learn to educate yourself a little bit better and yeah. to, uh, and like I said, to strengthen not only your knowledge, but also your systems that you're using for, for your work and your livelihood. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and and it, it comes back to that learning in, 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 in sort of in the flow piece as well, doesn't it? Learning in real time when you need to learn something and you need it there to be able to do something, to be able to do your job. And I think you talked about it quite a bit in terms of your organisational context and, you know, the way that your work's flowing. You know, your, your, your service line engineers who are dealing with customers in real time don't just suddenly drop everything that they're doing if they don't know something and kind of say, you know what, Paul, actually, I, I don't know this, so I'm going to have to go away. Can you get me on a training course for this in, in three months' time that I'm going to be able to learn about this? And I'll just have to park my customer for three months while I go find this out and then come back to them. You don't do anything like that. You'd actually, you'd, you'd help yourself, colleagues around you, you would help that person solve that problem right there, right then in real time. And that is really learning in the flow of work. It sounds very much to me, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Paul, but it sounds very much to me like within your organisation, within that kind of sector and environment, that, 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 that learning in the flow of work piece is, is kind of really important part of, of that learning culture within your organisation. Does that, does that sound right? Does that resonate with you? It certainly does. Um, one of the tasks that I got uh, I got employed for initially was to bring process, uh, procedure, and policies into Bellingham IT, um, and this is why we've got what's called a, a prioritisation system in place. Uh, you know, we are bound to, to SLAs, KPIs, mm. uh, very much like every other IT organisation out there. But uh, but the difference with us is, you know, we're all about listening to the customer, understanding what takes priority. Uh, and where the opportunities are for for us to educate people, it's really important. Especially as soon as uh, security is mentioned, you know, nine times out of ten it'll be raised as priority one call, which means that we've we've immediately got to handle that um, and and do what we need to do as a team. Mm. So um, yeah, it's it's all about making sure that you know we're taking the right responses. Uh, in the right situations and the uh, the priority guidelines that we have in place, the policies and procedures that we have, uh, make it very, very easy for our staff to, to make that judgment call. But uh, as always, anyway, if they're unsure on anything, which is quite rare because, like I said, the, the processes and everything are in place, um, mm. the team feel very open to, to sharing and, and helping yeah. one another. And that's a really important aspect of building that learning culture as well, isn't it? It's, it's sharing, learning, knowledge, experience, skills in real time with real people to help solve yes. real problems. It's not about kind of, oh, you know, actually there's a catalogue of learning I can do here and there's a course starting in October I can go on and anything like that. Yeah, that that's that's a nice to have. But actually the real value comes in, in doing things in real time, in, in, in the moment and solving real problems, doesn't it? And that actually learning through doing Absolutely. I mean, there's been, you know, there's been um, scenarios in the past, not in particular with Bellingham IT, but um, certainly with, with uh, other organisations I've worked with where somebody will ring up and suddenly say, you know, my, my world's come crashing down, I've lost this document or I suddenly can't do this. Um, I'm just about to go into court and mm. I, need, I, need, I need these documents um, right now. Otherwise, yeah. you know, uh, people could be at jeopardy here. So, um, from an IT spot perspective, you know, it 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 can be quite a uh, you know a, 
not so much a difficult, but it can be a very, uh, I, I guess, it can put you on, uh, it can put you on the edge a little bit because you have to think, you know, what, you know, this person is going through so much here. But then, I guess, as part of, uh, as part of the role and I guess character of a support technician, is to place yourself in their shoes. Mm. You've got to understand not just from a technology stance, but what that person's about to about to encounter by not mm. having their technology mm. available for them. So yeah, it's you know you're, you're absolutely right, Mike. You know it is all about uh, about response. It's all about understanding where they are right now. You know, mm. so you know if you've got a company who rings up and they say, you know what. Uh, um, I can't open up. Uh, I can't open up my Outlook to get to my emails, but I can get some on my phone. You can mm-hmm. start to think, right? Okay, well, that's not exactly gonna gonna take your business down. But then mm-hmm. if some, you know, someone does ring up afterwards and says, you know what, I can't print off this uh, this this document that I need for court, and people's lives are gonna be at jeopardy here and everything else, then you know where your priorities are gonna be. You know what I mean? So this is mm-hmm. where it's all about. Um, understanding your customer, understanding your process and procedure, uh, mm-hmm. and making the correct judgment call there as well. So, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, you know, the the fantastic thing for us is that you know we're getting people in as as young as uh, eighteen, nineteen, twenty years old um, going through this whole process now and and building them up, um, you know, in that shape. Yeah. Uh, and you know, a, a credit to you know, credit to the people we've brought on and them themselves. They've done a sterling job. Um, incredibly proud of, of where they where they are at the moment and looking forward to where they where they're going the next few years as well. Yeah, yeah. So you definitely got one eye on the future whilst you're you're developing your existing skills and workforce, but recognizing, you know, to invest in the, the future talent and, and kind of onboarding the, the right type of people with the right type of mindset and values that fit within your organization and and developing those people you know in in, in that way in the, in the right way and supporting them in real time um, to develop and learn through those more experienced people who are already within your organization so that knowledge that 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 experience is shared communally amongst everybody. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, thankfully, we have uh, a very good system in place where anything that's learned that's new, uh, we have what's called a knowledge base. So mm. anything that's new, we can put it into the knowledge base um, and it's it's shared out amongst everybody. So if someone does have a problem that they're not familiar with or not mm. engaged with before, they can simply go onto the knowledge base, look up the look at the problem and it'll give them the solution as well. So there is a, you know, an opportunity there for, for each individual to learn and share yeah. that, that knowledge amongst the team as well. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think, I mean, going back to the whole home homework and everything, and mm-hmm. um, you know, I think if there's been one big challenge that I've noticed is, whilst our staff have still been been excellent in terms of the service that they've been providing and everything, mm-hmm. um, I probably said the one challenge that I think people have had, and well, f- for our people, I would I would mm-hmm. say from from a first line perspective is um is getting out and actually doing a bit more exercise and stuff now well-being uh, yeah. yeah i think the well-being side of it now is um is i won't say taking a massive drop but i think it uh, you know i think it would say it has taken uh, a particular drop now don't get me wrong people can start you know go out do walks and so forth mm. but i think for a lot of a uh, lot of the members of staff that, we, that we've got on board i mean we've got one guy who uh, does taekwondo uh, yeah. but obviously due to due to the situation that we're in at the moment obviously you can't go ahead and do that um so yeah i think the the well-being side of it i think is uh, is taking 
uh, a little bit of a decline. Um, thankfully, like I said, the service levels have been fantastic, but I would certainly say that the well-being side um, mm. is something that you know we are keeping a close eye on and, and looking to uh, tell people a bit more. And how do how do you um, and just focusing in a little bit on that well-being side, then, Paul? How as an organisation, how do you, as a, as a leader, um, reach out? to understand your well how your people are you know what are the challenges right now you know what what's working well for them what isn't working well for them and what can you as as a leader as a manager and as an organization do better to support that what kind of conversations are happening around that well at the moment um we have got uh, you know thankfully we do have a couple of people who are still going out doing what's and so forth but it's all about making sure that uh, you know the message of you know it's it is important to get out it's in, it, you know it's important to look after yourself um so a part of that what we've uh, what we've introduced uh, in bellingham it now is um is is and it's a really good scheme actually we do have uh, almost like a free lunch scheme so whereby before you know people come to work go to the canteen and suddenly order you know quite unhealthy food choices yeah um now we'll be given a uh, you know a choice now of, of some really healthy healthy meals uh which is yeah all helping on the well-being side of things um but um it's all about encouraging people as well just to get out a bit more and uh and, and just do a bit more um in terms of the health side of things but something that we are looking to uh, to introduce now and i've been working with our uh, marketing executive quite a bit now is um is on the uh, scr side so the uh, <laughs> the community involvement side. My, my little boys just—you can probably hear, just come crashing into the. Uh, keep keeping it real in in this in these real times. My little boys just decided to come crashing into the room now while we're in in, in, in mid conversation. So we can hear him in, it's in all right. Background. It's all good. I I I like that. See, this is the uh, this is this is the whole uh, the whole homeworking coming alive now. This is the reality <laughs> of, of of life right now, isn't it? This this is real. Keeping it real for our listeners now in terms of some of the challenges that we're, we're facing in terms of, you know, work and kind of having that space that we we once had, you know, uh, that we just don't have anymore. We're sharing space now, aren't we, with people? And we're sharing space with, with little people particularly who are being quite pesky. So in true, in true, in true um, 2021 style, I'm just going to remove him from the bedroom and close the door. So just give me two seconds and we'll carry on our conversation. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners will find this very amusing. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Come well, uh, thankfully, my, my little bag can't move just yet. He's, uh, well, he, he certainly can't walk yet, being, uh, being only four months old. <laughs> but, but no, fantastic. This is uh, this is one of the uh, here, here I, I'm, I'm, I'm back, and li- my little boy Alf is now being removed from the uh, the work environment, whatever that even means anymore. I say work environment. That's kind of a little space at the back of my bedroom in, in, in the corner where I've managed to find a desk from IKEA that fits into that little space. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, yeah, thanks, for, thanks for thanks for bearing with us uh, there and for helping me really <laughs> keep this show real. <laughs> that's, that's what it's all about. But you, you know what? We've talked a lot about kind of you know you as a professional. We've talked a lot about kind of some of the challenges, the opportunities. Yeah. We've talked about coaching. We've talked about learning and development. 
I'm going to dial it back a little bit, though, um, Paul, now, and, and, and just talk about you, yourself um, a little bit more and focusing as we're kind of coming into kind of like the final sort of part of the show. I'm, I'm more interested now in kind of unpacking you a little bit and kind of exploring a little bit more around yourself and kind of your coping mechanisms and how you're kind of dealing with, with, with things right now. So I think one thing that I like to ask people is, how are you? And when I say, how are you? It's not a, um, you know, that kind of just almost phony, how are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thanks. Actually, genuinely, how are you now? Because these are challenging times right now for all of us, aren't, aren't, aren't they? And, and you know, I, I know our listeners don't know that you became a father still quite recently, still, I'd say. So, you know, how's that impacted on you too? And how's father had changed you as a person? But again, back to that original question, how genuinely are you right now? At this moment in time, um, Mike, I would say personally, I'm in uh, I'm in a very good place. Um, mm. And honestly, and this is going to sound really, really corny now, but I honestly think in in, in my mind, you know, I'm I'm the richest man on, on the earth. Um, you know, like you say, I've got a, a you know four month old uh, mm. four month old boy who's um, you know, who's, who's fantastic, is uh, such a little character. Should get him uh, on the show too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be fun. Uh, but yeah, I think if anything, uh, Mike, it's 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 given me such good life lessons. It's it's learnt me to take care of myself better. Uh, it's made me think more about the future. Um, mm. And you know what? If anything, um, it's made me appreciate just how grateful I am to uh, to be alive. Yeah. You know, they say, really you know, every, every yeah, human yeah. being, um, you know, there's a one in, is it 400 tr- trillion chance of being alive? You mm. know, every, every day I wake up, um, you know, with a smile on my face. Um, yeah. I've got a fantastic job. I've got a fantastic boss, fantastic staff members, um, you know, fantastic partner, um, you know. We've got his own uh, facility for, for martial arts. And despite lockdown, we're still delivering. We're still helping mm. people. Um, anyone who knows me, um, either in a professional aspect or a personal, will know that, um, or I would like to think that people can, you know, ring me up any time, have a conversation mm. with me. Um, you know, and, and that's um, that's that's me in, in a nutshell, really. How do I feel? I feel good. I feel grateful. Um, mm. I feel happy. Um, I'm saying this with a big smile on my face. Every day I go into work knowing that, you know, each day we're helping people. Yeah. Um, and that's what it all stems around, um, both from my family life to my martial arts life uh, to my work life. Um, it's all about helping people. If it's helping my partner, if it's helping students, if it's helping business owners, um, that's yeah. the that's the core of, of me as a person. Um, yeah, um, obviously times can be hard on occasion where you think, you know, what, I'd just love to go out and uh, and meet people or, mm. you know, go to the pub and socialise with people yeah. again, even though, to be honest, I wasn't really much of a pub person, but I guess in these times you kind of you kind of miss those little things like that, that you take. You're for a crap. sociable person though, Paul, aren't you? I think, I think that's, we, we had a chat, didn't we, about, um, mm. before we came on air about, you know, what, what are we missing um, right now, uh, you know, and, and you, you know, you're making me feel positive just talking to you. You have the energy, I think, you know, that kind of, it just it just kind of flows from you that kind of positive energy and it comes out and I hope our listeners are picking up on that throughout this this conversation and I think when we talked we talked about you know you're still a human being though and what are the sort of things that we we, we miss and you know it goes without saying doesn't it that we, you kind of miss those human connections and that human 
in interactions with others that we just we we just can't have anymore. You know, we're separated from our friends and from our families, our wider families, and you know, I think you know the majority of us are kind of missing that, aren't we? But I think you're right, and we talked about, didn't we? Kind of focusing on on on, on what you can control, not what you can't control, and, and having that kind of positive outlook and, and mindset is is really important now and dialing back those negative things you know the press the media the, the negative news kind of wind those things back and actually focus on and 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 be, and show like you have really done there you've really talked about what what the things you're grateful for so showing you know reflecting on on kind of the the gratitude and and showing kindness and empathy towards other people and i think that comes out in bucket loads from you paul well, to be, to be fair, it's it's my DNA, and that all stemmed from, like I said, right back at the beginning of the podcast, really, um, my introduction to to coaching. Um, like I said, I wanted to go down the te- technical route, um, but then I, I just I just fell in love with with coaching and helping people um, on a personal and professional level, and that's basically what's turned. Like I say, it's it's in my DNA now, and it's it's who I am today. And but you know what, Mike? Honestly, for for every day that we wake up, we're living, we're breathing. Yes, we're in a pandemic, we're in mm. a lockdown. But you know what? What a fantastic time to be alive! Mm. You know, there's so much ahead of us that to look forward to as well. We mm. we understand that you know things. Um, aren't, aren't particularly great at the moment but look what we do have you know we've got we've got people around us that care there's there's avenues out there for for people to uh, to get help and support and mm. the things that you say there Mike about control as well about the media and so forth mm. you've got you've got the power if you're listening right now mm. you've got the power yeah mm. to turn those avenues off mm-hmm. um you know don't listen to Sandra on Facebook who says mm. you know the you know the vaccines and this and the other and everything else mm. you know Mm-hmm. Look at look and, and believe in what you want to believe, not just because someone else has said it, you know, and these mm-hmm. are, I, I believe is what makes, you know, you as a person, you know, you, you'll you'll thrive on what you want to thrive on. And yeah, wake up with a smile on your face every day. And, you know, I don't think you can go far wrong. You know, you want to radiate that you want to. I'm all about leading by example. Mm-hmm. And when I see people doom and gloom or anything like that, which you know we're all human we all go through that absolutely mm-hmm. appreciate that mm-hmm. um but you know i'll always love to spend a bit of time you know what's what's got you down what's got you upset you know and more of, often than not it tends to be something that i guess like you said there mike it's all about control it's something that can be turned around yeah yeah no i think i think again that energy and that that passion really comes out in you paul i'm really grateful for you for kind of sharing that that really positive energy with with myself and with our listeners today uh it's it's it's, it's a joy talking to you and kind of having that, that kind of positive energy um coming through so uh thank you very much and uh yeah thanks thanks for being part of this uh, this podcast today paul uh, it's been a absolute pleasure having you on and sharing your thoughts sharing your reflections with us sharing about yourself as a person kind of how you professional um challenges and opportunities and also kind of you know outside of that beyond that in terms of what you do in terms of your personal space as well so yeah it's been it's been a really great conversation i've really enjoyed having you uh, having you as part of the podcast today paul so thanks very much for uh, for being a guest yeah no thank you mike for, for for the invite again um and yeah it's just been a pleasure um for anyone listening um i would absolutely say you know this isn't going to last forever stay positive Look for those little snippets of happiness that you can get during this time. And honestly, we will get through this so much stronger. 
Thanks, Paul. And thanks for ending the show on that really positive message and uh, and for being a guest uh, again today. So uh, in, in closing the show, uh, again, our thanks to Paul Lockwood for being on the show on the Well and Deep podcast today. Um, uh, if, Paul, if people want to connect and follow and, and learn more about you and, and, and what you do, how can they do that? Yeah, so they can catch us. Uh, through LinkedIn. They can also visit the Bellingham IT website, which is www.bellinghamit.co.uk. But I'm on LinkedIn as well. So if you wish to connect, uh, please do. Uh, It'd be fantastic to have some uh, fantastic one-to-ones with people. Thanks, Paul. Really really appreciate that. And I'd recommend um, anyone um, to to reach out and and connect with with Paul. He's, He's a fantastic person to know, a really positive, energetic, enthusiastic um, person that really does keep his door open to people um, and, you know, reach out, have a conversation with with Paul and and kind of make him part of of your network. Um, Yeah, for sure. Thanks again. And and don't forget, if if you're liking the show, don't forget to subscribe on your on your podcast player, on your podcast player of choice and and do pass on on the word the uh, the well and deep podcast. Thanks. Take care, everybody. Take care of yourself and take care of each other. Well, that was a great show, right? I hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed the conversation. If you're enjoying the Be Brilliant People podcast, don't forget to spread the word. Subscribe via your favourite podcast player of choice and also share. Spread the word. The Be Brilliant People podcast with me, Mike Bedford. Thanks for listening.